Hello, 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 my fellow geeks and nerds of all shapes, sizes, colors, genders, whatever there is in between. This is Dawn of the Devs Podcast, the podcast for the tech curious and the career enthusiasts. This is everything you need to know about life after Dev Bootcamp. Hey everybody, it's your host Greg Johnson and we've got an incredible guest today that is going to be uh, smashing a lot of the stereotypes that a lot of people have of who is allowed to be in the tech space and who is allowed to be an entrepreneur and, and everything like that. This person, uh, just so you know, to just kind of set the stage uh, at one point last year was ranked the best MMA fighter in Ontario uh, in their class, nominated best international amateur fighter. And back in December, she had this idea uh, and she just kind of ran with it. And I'll, I'll let her kind of move forward. But her name is Gemma Sheehan and she is an absolute rock star i mean she does all sorts of really really cool stuff and i won't ruin it by trying to explain everything that she does but i mean she she teaches young girls uh how to fight she teaches self-defense classes for women she uh you know like i said she was best in ontario in her class she was nominated best international amateur female overall uh or possibly within in her division but either way uh, she's incredible and then she's also getting into stunts and she is starting her own app based off of a lot of the passions that, that kind of came together. And so, Gemma, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm super excited about having you and just kind of sharing your story and showing people that, you know, just because a stereotype exists within the tech space doesn't mean that you can't break that stereotype. So thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. And actually, I, I was looking through your LinkedIn trying to figure out how exactly I found you because I, I originally, I, I thought that you were like 100% in the tech space originally. And then, uh, which is why I, I shot you the uh, uh, invite on or why I started following you on on Instagram and then the more I followed you I was like oh she's a fighter oh she does stunts oh she did, like it was just kind of a really cool rabbit trail of seeing how awesome you are and so for those of you uh, that don't know her Gemma Sheehan it's at Gemma Sheehan I'll let her spell it so I don't butcher it but I want to give her give you kind of the floor for 30 60 minutes 30 to 60 seconds just to tell us a little bit about who you are and your journey and, and what you're up to right now. So go ahead and tell everybody what you're up to. Yeah, um, to, to answer your first question, um, you spell my name G-E-M-M-A. My last name is Sheehan, S-H-E-E-H-A-N. Um, so, yeah, everything you said is correct. It sounds a lot <laughs> glamorous when you <laughs> put it out like that. Um, I was, I'm 22, and about 10 years ago, I started uh, fighting. I started doing some kickboxing, and then I started doing some jujitsu, and then some wrestling, and I started eventually competing in MMA, um, and I got to a, a point 
in uh, my my career where I was six and one as an amateur fighter and really ready to uh, start my pro career. Had a lot of um, opportunities my way, a lot of hype and support behind me, a lot of sponsorships, a lot of... Um, I was, I was really up and coming in the MMA scene and then um, because of reasons mostly to do with uh, brain injuries that come from a sport where you get punched and kicked and slammed, um, I decided to, uh, to, to stop pursuing it. And um, I thought at one point that would be the hardest thing, decision I would ever have to make, but it came at a time that um, I had also started to see what I could do in other areas of my life in terms of um, developing an app when I have no idea how to develop, develop an app and uh, yeah. creating a, a self-defense program that would get picked up by universities um, just from me reaching out a little bit and emailing them and be like, hey, I'm very qualified for this and I really care about doing this, so you should hire me to teach at your university. And just to see how much you can start doing when you just you, you start asking for it and believing that you can get it is, is really incredible. And so, yeah, it, it, it actually was, wasn't that hard for me to let go of fighting after I, I realized how much more I could do. Even um, at this point, I would choose everything I'm doing at this point uh, way above fighting. And I, I find so much more value in what I do now than I did when I was fighting because I feel like I can make a much bigger impact with the things that I'm doing and the things that it will lead me to do in the future. Um, so yeah, now, now I'm running, I'm uh, we just released the app match fit, which is um, it connects people based on the sports that they do. So anyone can go on the app and uh, make a profile and you see all the users around you, except you can filter for any sport. So you can find people really effectively and efficiently that do whatever sport, that you are interested in. And um, you can filter for age and gender to make, uh, and distance to make those search results um, more effective for you. And yeah, that's kind of the app that I developed and just released. And that's what we're working on. That's awesome. So so the, the app is called MatchFit. Yeah, MatchFit. Like the word match and the word fit. Apparently, <clears throat> It wasn't my idea. It was a friend's idea uh, for the name, actually. And um, he said, I really think you should name your company this because, um, first of all, the words match and fit are totally related to what you do. It's kind of a self-explanatory name, but it's not, um, it's not, it is, it is pretty obvious. But the reason he said he really liked it was because in Europe, apparently match fit is a term that means if somebody's ready to play. Um, so you would ask like, Oh, is like Johnny match fit. Like, is he ready to get on the field? Is he ready to compete? Um, like, is he fit to play? Apparently that's kind of what the, uh, the term means. So hopefully when we expand to Europe, they'll be like, Oh, match fit. <laughs> yeah. But currently no one understands that. So it's just match fit for now. Like the words. <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome. And so, uh, I mean, th the thing that I love about this story is like, you literally, shatter a lot of stereotypes not just in tech but in a lot of different areas like saying that uh you know women mma you can't you can't do that or it's it's not cool or, or whatever and then you get into tech and then you're like oh there's there's you know that's just like a man's world and everything like that but then 
you're just like you're literally shattering all of these stereotypes of who people say certain people are supposed to be and i love that one of my biggest goals in doing this this podcast is is to really destroy the diversity gap in tech specifically and so i love your story i've been following it for a while um and so talk to me how did how did this whole match fit thing come to be because like you said you you're a fighter like you you beat people for fun like that, that was that's what you do how did you go from beating people for fun to creating an app walk me through that process yeah it was like it was totally totally random um I, I don't even know. I was I was on the bus on the way to my beating people up practice. I was going to wrestling, and yes. I was, it was at a point where I was recently single, and I started using um, current dating apps, and I was having like I was just super unsatisfied with um, the way like the current ways of being able to connect to other people, and I, I thought how um, how I was I, I felt like I was wasting so much time. Um, and I was having uninspiring conversations with people I had nothing in common with. It was like anytime I would come across somebody who like had anything to do with sports or something like me, it just would be naturally a better fit. Like we would have more to talk about. And um, I thought that it would be so much better if uh, you could simply just search for And at first it wasn't just sports. It was kind of anything. It was if you could search and narrow your results to people who do your, like whatever it is that's key to you, like as an athlete to me, sports was super important because it was my whole, it was my whole life. So it was the only thing I did. I didn't, everything around my life was scheduled around fighting. So to me, it was certainly important that I was surrounded by people who also kind of understood that and were on the same kind of path. And I always like, I've always found it important to surround yourself by people um, that are on the same path as you. And I, I thought that was something that was missing. Um, and I, I felt like the process of meeting people currently through like Tinder and Bumble and um, the other apps that I, I looked at. Farmersonly.com. Yeah, I mean like that. <laughs> like uh, like another version of Matchfit for farmers. <laughs> but like I'm sure that farmersonly.com, people that go on, people that use that is cuz they all have a mutual a mutual interest in, in bovine. You being a farmer <laughs> Yeah, and cows and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um it's just it's just not the case like I feel like at least for me, um, it was too general. Everyone I was meeting, it wasn't, it just, it seemed like a big waste of time and it seemed like the whole process could be a lot more effective. Um, and so I, I kind of thought about that and I, I had thought about how I heard so many of my friends say how they just like really wish they could meet like a, a girlfriend who, cause of course all the girls at my gym were already taken by the, you know, more lucky uh, probably more physically dominant guys at the gym. Um, <laughs> guys at the gym wanted to date girls who do jujitsu and all the girls wanted to date guys. So there's obviously way more guys than girls. There's a lot of guys that would kind of, I would hear all the time um, coming from both sides, how people wish that they could meet more people who do the same sport they do. And um, in terms of martial arts and, so I started thinking about it more, and I designed some surveys using SurveyMonkey, 
um, which was just a, a tip from a friend because at first my surveys were just literally asking people what they thought. Um, he was like, you should do a survey with this because that'd be much more effective. I was like, yeah, you're totally right. So I created survey, a few surveys on SurveyMonkey, which basically um, asked people, is, is the sports or activities or fitness something that's important to you when looking um, for either a date or like friends? Um, and so we wanted to figure out if it was even something people other than myself even cared about. Um, so we asked that and then we asked, got more specific questions about would they use, would they go as far as to download an app to use an app to do just that? Um, and then we went even farther to say kind of what features do you think would be most important in an app that would do this? And we had different ideas for features that we thought would be good in the beginning. And uh, the surveys helped us narrow down to see what people actually would be interested in using. And so I, I think I sent out that survey to every single friend on my Facebook list um, and nice. got back at least uh, three to 400 responses, which was a decent, a decent pool um, for the time. And so we started after that. The next step for me was kind of um, just designing what it would look like because I, I had the idea. I wanted what I wanted it to be was a place that athletes because athletes generally like there are athletes and then there are people that are interested in fitness and we we care about both. Um, but I feel like athletes are more concerned, like they're, them being an athlete is a, is a really big part of their life because it's, it's everything to them. It's like their passion, it's their job. It's, um, just like it was, just like it was for me, it was kind of the integral part of their life. And, um, right. so I wanted it to be a place where you could list your top sports interests and on the one side of the app, you could meet people, um, interested in actually dating, but then the other side of the app, you could meet people not for dating at all, just in case you wanted to, um, increase either your friend pool or your training partner pool for, um, for sports and activities. So for me, that would actually work probably even better than meeting a guy that does, um, that does MMA would be meeting girls that do MMA for me because, um, as a female fighter, we, my, my options are super limited for training partners. And the only way I could find more training partners was if I already knew them through Facebook or they happened to walk in my gym. So if I could just do a simple search for like MMA, BJJ wrestling, whatever the sports that I wanted to get better at, and I could filter it to female, I could filter it to uh, the age group that I wanted and the distance I could find, ideally if everyone was using MatchFit, I could find all the people who were talented um, around me and that way I could message them and we could all kind of get better training. Um, but it's hard to find training partners and then if I, if I was traveling to another city to um, either compete or something, it would be very useful for me to be able to find the people I would want to train with there and train with them. So I wanted to create that, um, a place that would be very valuable for people, not only to meet people romantically that are also into sports, but also um, to further help their, uh, their own training and their own goals. Um, so that's kind of the, the main concept that I really wanted to create. And so I had to figure out what it would look like. So I did a lot of research on um, 
how to even create, cause I have no, I had no experience in uh, business, app development, computer programming, design, graphic design, like no experience in that. I do have, I'm lucky to have like a deep, a detailed eye for design. I think I have like a natural knack for design. So that kind of helped. When I found the program I used, it was called Adobe XD. And that just lets you basically put out um, wireframe, wireframes, like blank wireframes, and you can drag and drop and um, you can put, you can change the shapes, you can add text, you can add photos, you can add, um, I don't know, videos. No, I don't think videos, but you could basically design what you would want all of your frames to look like. And so I started doing that. Luckily at the time, I don't know if it's still free, but it was a new program. So that whole Adobe XD program was completely free. It was the beta version of that program, which was awesome for me. And so I think I reiterated my designs like six, seven, eight times from getting like feedback and changing what I wanted uh, the, the colors to be, the theme to be, um, what features I liked, how I wanted the whole like app to work. Um, so that took, took quite a bit, but that was actually really fun for me. It was like fun to just kind of be able to play with this and be like, hmm, one day this is going to, when I touch this, it's going to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, after that, um, I, I was really lucky to find, a, I've gotten really lucky throughout this whole, whole, um, this whole journey. I found a developer just through a friend that I had trained. Uh, he was one of my clients for kickboxing. I was, uh, like training him and he had mentioned his friend was in doing this app called hero spoon, which was like food sharing kind of idea. And so I just asked him to put me in contact and then the friend, uh, his name is Bernie. Bernie is now my partner. He happened to own his own uh, development company. And so I just was going to talk to him for kind of like advice on where to go. Bernie ended up being interested in pursuing the idea with me and he agreed to, uh, he wanted to be on the team. So I found a partner who's a developer and I designed the app, and so we put it into, he started developing it, him and his uh, team of people from his company. Um, and then about four or five months later, we actually had a, um, a product that we were, because it came out after like a few months, but there were tons of problems with it. So I was going to everybody on my, messaged everyone on my Facebook contacts, like at least like four times for different things, asking them for help in the last few months. Um, just like, Hey, can you download this app and like, tell me how it works on your phone? One night I did, I think I sent like 50 messages just to people who were like, I was closest with and like everyone was sending me back different things that were wrong with the app. Like this whole thing isn't working. This feature isn't, isn't even, isn't even showing up. Um, I'm seeing everyone's profile like five times. I'm, I can't add to like, there was tons of different problems with it. So, okay. I write them all down and I send them to my partner um, and he kind of deals with all that tech stuff and then he'll go and he'll fix it and then he'll come back and then I'll be like, okay guys, can you check out the app again? And then maybe I'd get half as many problems back. Um, so we kept fixing things until we found, uh, we had a version that we were confident we could release to the public, which was about two weeks ago. And then we did a full social media launch where we told everybody, I have a few, I've been running the social media for MatchFit. Um, and my personal account as well. I have like quite a big following from just being an athlete before. Um, so I released it on social media and now we're here and now is kind of the hard part. 
I feel like everything before was the easy part of developing an app because anyone can design and develop an app, I feel. Um, but now is actually the time that will be hard, which is getting people to find out about it, want it, and to uh, keep using it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of where we're at right now. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. You made it to the big time on Donna the Devs, you know. We're, uh, <laughs> I know. I'm basically set now. You're, you're set for life. I mean, that's all you needed to do. You finally made it. Um, no, but th I mean, that's, that's so cool. I love the story that you just laid out. Um, and, and what you said at the end is literally anybody can design an app. Um, and I think the scariest part for most people, regardless of, of who they are, whether male or female or, or fill in the blank with whatever, is just starting. And that's that's what I love. Like the, the, the design of an app is, for a lot of people, the biggest hurdle to, to even getting their, their idea down and, and working. And so I, I love that you did that. So where you're, one, one thing that I, I, I didn't, realize in the very beginning was this so this is a both a, a dating and a just kind of a, a social app to try and find people that like for example uh like well mma jiu-jitsu what, what, fill in the blank with those or like so somebody that's into say volleyball or tennis or golf or something like that they could they could you have those options as well or how, how does that work so um at first the idea was simply for dating and that was kind of because it came to me as i said through just being really dissatisfied with um the current options for somebody who like really cared about like fitness and sports i just thought that uh there's got to be other people out there that care as much about it as i do that want to meet people who uh share that um but then i started i got feedback from people um that i was talking to about it a lot of people were saying you know what, like dating is good too, but it would be really cool if I, cause one girl was like, I'm doing this like weird diet. Um, and it would be really cool if I could just search the diet. And if anyone else in the city was doing the diet, they would show up. And so oh, I could message rad. like right away, right now I have no way of doing that. Um, and I was like, Hmm, interesting. Like that would be super, beneficial to just from a point that has nothing to do with uh, romance or dating just um, for the for, for the purpose of being able to uh, discuss things like even in terms of diet like veganism is a huge thing I'm like recently vegan myself it's like getting bigger um, was it, just kind did of you, is it because of a documentary that came out fairly recently yeah. <laughs> yes i so i thought about it for like two seconds um but it's it's really hard for me to to be vegan because i've got two boys and uh yeah i'm i'm making yeah. excuses for myself right now i'm just gonna shut up so keep going um yeah, it was the documentary. It's so funny you say that because literally so many people I meet that are doing it is because of that documentary. And I think what the difference is with that documentary is it's what the health. That's what you're talking about, right? Oh, there's that one. There was another one, um, Cowspiracy, that almost did it for me uh, because like there's all sorts of, and we're getting way off topic, but I'll get back to it. Don't worry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, but 
cowspiracy, all the all the documentaries about food and everything like that. It's like a lot of them are, oh, this is how bad you should feel about the animals and this like all that stuff. And like, yeah, I feel bad about animals, but I really like my steak. Uh, but the way that they did it was the environmental impact, and I'm huge on. Uh, conserving the environment and, and saving it for my kids and their kids and their kids. Like I'm really big outdoor guy, which is something that I would definitely use MatchFit for if there's like yeah. hiking or rock climbing and things like that. I totally geek out on that stuff. Um, yeah. But that like, as soon as they're like, because cows fart so much, it's ruining the environment. So you should stop eating meat. I was like, Oh, maybe I should stop eating so much meat. So the cows stop farting. Anyway, like the biggest, uh, one of the biggest threats to our environment, actually. But yeah. what I was saying, I think that what, what the health did, which is the documentary that I find the most people I meet, that's what changed them, is that it, it appeals to um, our human self-interest. Because this documentary isn't saying you shouldn't do it for the animals, you shouldn't do it for the environment. So you shouldn't do it because it's bad for you. And look at all of these, like... Uh, findings and like facts or whatever that prove that and so I think when people saw that they started going oh if it's not now they have like more of a self-interested reason which is just interesting because I've been learning along like this business path I've been uh, like reading a ton of books and like just learning about how to you know influence people um, and that's like one of the biggest things that people talk about influencers talk about is you have to um, you have to go about getting what you want in a way that makes it in the interest of somebody else to give it to you. Um, you, you can say like with, it's a perfect with veganism. Like you can say, yeah, the animals suffer and the environment is going to shit. Um, and it sucks for everyone else, but people, that's not going to be the reason people actually stop doing it. Um, I think the biggest reason people stop doing it is because look, it's giving you these diseases and look at all of this. Like, you don't want to deal with this yourself, do you? No. So stop doing this. Right. Yeah. Like, so basically, like, long story short, I'm going to have to watch What the Health this week. I've actually, avoid, <laughs> I've actually avoided it specifically because I don't want to become vegan. Yeah. But I'll, I'll watch it this week just for you, Gemma, all right? <laughs> but yeah, so back to the app. Um, I have vegan – I had vegan friends. I wasn't vegan at this point, but, like, that were saying the same kind of thing. Like, I have so – it's so hard for me to find vegan people. Like, the only one I, people I know are from Instagram that live fucking in, uh, I don't know, Russia, and they can't, like, meet <laughs> – they want to ask, like, where the good restaurants are. They can go to see – look um, like at Google and blogs and stuff, but it's just important for people to – talk to other people who have the same interest. Like that's why we're talking right now. Cause we, we have the same sort of interest for technology and, and empowering other people to do uh, the things that they don't think that they can really do. Um, right. It's just people want to connect with people that care about the same things. And I realized it wasn't just from a point of view from a romantic relationship. Like there was a, also a need a very like tangible need uh, when it comes to sports to have other people to increase your training for sports. And then it opened up the whole thing about um, like team sports. And when people want to play pickup sports, it can be hard for them to find new people for their team. Um, and I just, I, I started really thinking about that. And um, I, I did some research on people who were doing kind of, 
friend connecting, um, non-relationship connecting. And Bumble had just recently released their Bumble BFF feature, which was um, a feature just for that. It was there on, on the one part of Bumble, you can meet um, relationship people. And on the other side, Bumble BFF is pretty much women use it, I think, only. But girls meet <laughs> for friends. Um, and apparently it was doing uh, quite well. And they had actually grown... Uh, quite a bit since they released that and they kind of showed me just seeing that was a little bit more validation that people actually are willing to use apps to find friends as well not just um, not just dating and so I think that the way that we connect to other people is like really transforming um, and I think it started with dating but I don't think uh, that's all it's going to be I think you're going to be able to find um, connector apps for all tons of stuff. There's so, so much stuff coming out right, out right now. And I think uh, a big demand would be for athletes because we can't, we can't get to the top alone. Every, every athlete needs training partners uh, just as much as they want relationships with other people. So that's kind of where the two sided thing came in. That's um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to figure out what was the easiest way to, set that up like what what's the most intuitive way i could design this so people understand okay this part is for relationships and this part is not for relationships um and so basically we just uh we just made it kind of like a tab like at the top you can click one of the icons which is just like two little head body things like one in front of the other which indicates um like friends and then the other one is like a head body thing with a heart behind it. So that indicates like relationships. So that's the yeah. simple way we're going with now. Maybe we'll, we'll innovate more in the future. But yeah, that's, uh, that's our model, I guess. Very cool. And so uh, we're, I, 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 the last time that we spoke, uh, when we kind of set up the, the whole podcast and what we'd talk about and learning a little bit more about your story, you said that uh, you, you got – somehow hooked up with uh women in tech up in toronto or tell me a little bit about that oh okay i think yeah um it was like a, a sponsorship kind of thing um i got i was looking for grants and there was an ontario grant for five thousand dollars that small businesses and uh, startups could apply to so uh, i applied to it of course um but now to get that grant you have to go through this program, they partnered up with the Founders Institute, which is like a pre-accelerator program um, for people who have ideas or like are at the beginning of their, um, their business stages like I am. And so I applied, I got accepted, and then they were emailing me and I said, you actually have to pay, it's like two grand or something. And I said, um, I don't think we actually have the budget, like I don't have the budget where I can actually like pay to be in the course and then they kind of just said well we think you're really awesome so <laughs> you don't have to pay we'll give you this like sponsorship for um like a women in tech sponsorship i, I guess they said they give it to uh it's like a female kind of thing um so i think that's what what i was explaining yeah. also there's um there's this co-author book um a woman's co-author book that I, I was approached by the um the publisher on Instagram as well. And um, I'll be writing a chapter in that. That's kind of for empowering women who are doing um, 
kind of like this, like things that they didn't really think they could do and uh, who want to share their stories to inspire other people. That's, that's incredible. Uh, real quick, how, how did you find out about the, the grant? Like if somebody is wanting to do what you did, how, like how do they find the grants? Did you just Google it or what did that look like? Um, I just, I just Googled grants. Yeah. Like Ontario, um, small business, I didn't, not small business grants, but like, um, I, I, I Googled like government, uh, grants for startups. Um, the only issue was I would be take, I, I would get taken to pages that were like total scams. So there are websites that I don't even know if they're scams, but they're like, they say that they're, they have grants and then you sign up, you give them your information and then they email you or call you about how you should sign up for their $600, like uh, small business program and they'll give you all this advice. So there are like kind of websites that deceive you like that, but it's hard to find um, the real grants, but this one was just actually one um, that I found out about through my partner. So he kind of validated this one for me. Awesome. Very cool. So I, again, I absolutely love your story. And, and to all our, our listeners out there, uh, regardless of who you are, I mean, obviously I, I chose to speak with Gemma because she absolutely crushes gender stereotypes and I, I freaking love that um, but regardless of who you are uh, just like the intro says uh, regardless of shape size gender color everything else that there is in between if you have an idea and the only thing that's stopping you is you don't know how to execute it stop Gemma did it she was an MMA fighter now turned app developer and like, if if she can do it with all the stereotypes telling her that she can't, why can't you? And so Gemma, real quick before we, we end the, the show, what somebody that is is wanting to do this or, or somebody that's wanting to follow in your footsteps, what's what's the advice that you would give them? Um, I feel like there's so so much advice to be given because I, I've done, I've everything I've done has kind of been difficult. Like I've never taken a, a I've never just been okay doing like a, an easy part-time job. I, I've always wanted to do like the most difficult thing, like fight in a cage or start an app. Like, <laughs> um, but I think that um, if you are somebody who is um, a hard worker or somebody who is just has a talent of being driven, um, there's, that's like the, the biggest asset you could have, I think, because you can kind of teach uh, somebody who's hardworking or somebody who understands how to, um, how, how to stay motivated and how to execute. You can, um, you can teach them new skills and they'll learn new skills. And uh, when they have the new skills, they'll be able to work hard and effectively. Whereas people who, um, it, it's much harder to teach people who are already skilled um, how to work hard. And I think doing anything like uh, this in terms of startups or even just like pursuing an, like a really tough athletic career, um, anything that takes a lot of work, that's the asset that's going to take you far is just um, being able to believe. I also say like all it takes is a little bit of belief and a little more courage. Actually thinking that you can do it, even if you have none of the skill sets to do it, 
and like firmly believing, you know what, I'm good. This is what I did. Like I'll learn along the way. Like I can design this, send it off to my develop. I'll find a developer. Everything will be okay. And I'll learn what I need to learn along the way. There are so many books out there. Um, you could do a quick, re quick uh, Google search on the top books for entrepreneurs or the top books for app development or top books for whatever your field is. And I recommend um, learning some books about basic um, uh, like charisma and influence and how to go about getting what you want because that's a skill that can kind of work for whatever you're going for and um, it, it teaches you it, all of this stuff that you can if you kind of approach things correctly uh, believing that you can do them and having the courage to actually go out and ask for them and put yourself out there showing other people that this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but like I'm going for it anyways. Things actually just start coming to you. Like this podcast came to me, like the mm -hmm. book author came to me. Um, like people in, who uh, have roles for things and stunts and film will see that I promote myself as doing stunts, even if I haven't even been doing stunts yet. And they'll be like, oh, you do stunts. You should come and do this. Um, it's It's important to kind of, take that leap and put yourself out there. And one of the biggest pieces of advice I could give is not giving a fuck about what anybody thinks yes. and not, uh, not caring, accepting that if you fail, so what? Like you, you can't succeed at anything if you don't try. And, um, every, every person, um, that's a professional or every successful person was once a beginner, just like you probably thinking that they didn't, they weren't equipped to get where they would get in the future. And I just, uh, decided to stop feeling like, stop ever thinking that I was not equipped to do anything. I think fighting in a cage kind of helped me shake that feeling a little bit, but cool. it, it let me take that kind of mindset. So I, I learned the, I learned how to work hard from fighting because if you're not working hard in the gym, um, you're, you're going to get your ass kicked. Um, so I would, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can teach hard work. I would say if, if you know you're a hardworking person, like you, I, I would think that you could do uh, anything you set your mind to and, and you'll be able to find the assets and the, the team and the education that you need along the way, as long as you are able to um, keep believing in yourself, whether people, other people believe in you or not. And I think there's also something to be said about, <clears throat> you have to have a good balance of um, perseverance and flexibility. So perseverance in the fact that if, um, even if not everyone likes my idea, even if people that I meet that are like, successful and have done what I've done before say, Hmm, you know what? Like, I don't really care about that sports that much. I don't really see how that's going to work. Like, I feel like people just want to meet people like, uh, just to hook up and I don't think they're really going to care. Even if they're very successful people, I can take their advice, but I'd still persevere. Um, I'd still be like, okay, well you don't, you don't see that, but I see that. I see what I'm going for. I believe what I'm going for. I know I've done um, the validation and the research that validates to, to, to the need that I want to validate that my idea will work and people will want to use it if I create the product that fits for them. But uh, flexibility in the sense that if there is 
enough evidence showing you that your product isn't right. Um, or it could be better in this way, or, or people are only using it. Say people only use uh, my product for the training part. They don't care about the dating part. Um, then I could be flexible and I could try to pivot my idea a little bit to give people um, to suit the need that they want. Um, so it's kind of a balance between perseverance and not, not listening to people and then flexibility and listening to people. I just think you really need to choose who you listen to because everybody tells you a bunch of different shit, but you got to kind of just like really stay focused and like know that your idea is solid and uh, have the belief in it and have the courage to keep believing in it. Even when people tell you, cause like people have told me that my idea is not going to work and people have told me that it's like a genius idea. Like right. you just gotta kind of, kind of know, like you just have to know for yourself and keep going, going through. It doesn't really matter what anyone thinks. Love it. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from me. You heard it from Gemma. If you've got, the work ethic, you've got the idea, there's nothing holding you back but you. So just go for it. Don't use the excuse that you don't know how to do fill in the blank. Don't use the excuse that you know there's no women in tech or it's mostly white males in tech or fill in the, there's all sorts of, or people aren't gonna like my ideas or it's just not really that good of an idea or what, stop making excuses and just give it a try. You, you do not know if it's gonna succeed or fail unless you try and if it fails so what at least you tried all right so if you want to find out more about what she's doing go to at Gemma Sheehan on either Twitter or Instagram matchfit at matchfit on Instagram uh, matchfit is currently only in Canada but hopefully it'll come down to America pretty soon because I think I would like using this. So do you have any plans of coming to America anytime soon or, or where are you at with that yeah. before we, before we close? We want to take, we, we want this to be a global scale uh, awesome. connection app, obviously. Um, and so the States would be in our, in our near future, hopefully in um, like a year is kind of, kind of nice. I got like a random email from somebody in the States being like, can you like bring Matchfit to the States? Like I just looked for it, but it's not here. And I'm like, wow, I don't even know who you are. That's really cool that you just found it somehow and are like, yeah. have the, you actually emailed us to tell us that you should, we should bring it here. So that was kind of nice, but yeah, Do hopefully it. we will be uh, ready to expand. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Well, Gemma, thank you so much for being on with us. I am super excited to continue watching your journey and hopefully, you know, in six months to a year we can, or even shorter than that, we can have another conversation to see what's happened between now and then. Uh, some of the struggles that you've had, the things that you've learned and everything like that, but super excited about it. Congratulations again on the launch a couple weeks ago and uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon. Thank you. Yeah, it was such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for contacting me and uh, doing what you do to inspire other people because surely if uh, someone like me who only knows how to punch and kick things can develop an app, then anybody else can do it as well. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. All right, guys. Thanks so much.